0: Chapter 5 The Ritual. I emerged from the stream with the preacher while all the girls gathered under the giant oak tree. Suspicious stares followed me when I rejoined the group. Well, what is it? Why were they always giving me that look? Ladies, said the preacher, you'll need to excuse me for a bit. If we are to survive, we'll need some food and whatever supplies I can find. I'll be heading back to the pyramid to speak with the guards. From there I'll see what I can gather. Will you be all right on your own for the night? Oh, of course, my dear, said Vianca. You're such a brave man, and anything you can find will be greatly appreciated. We're safe with the stars. She took hold of my arm as the preacher turned to go back. I waved goodbye, and Bianca leaned in to whisper. I told you I'm in control of the men. Us girls need a night alone. She spun me away from her, where I tumbled toward a root that was protruding up through the earth. Pacing back and forth, Vianka patted her fingertips across one another until the preacher got out of sight. "'Let's go. This may be our only night alone before shit hits the fan,' said Vianka. "'What? Where are we going?' "'Did you find everything?' Vianca asked the seven sisters. "'Not quite, but we've collected everything we could,' said one of the sisters." All seven of them piled an assortment of miscellaneous items from the forest into a small circular bowl that Vianca had dug into the dirt with her long colored nails. What's missing? asked Bianca. It was silent while she sorted through the acorns, reeds, an eggshell, and a couple basic stones from the creek. I'm not sure if this will do it. The last time I pulled a ritual like this, I had a boiling cauldron with snake venom. Is this all you girls could find? said Bianca. I hadn't even gotten a full introduction from the seven sisters yet. The king and his generals always fought for our attention, but I never said hello to my fellow ladies. There wasn't time for chit-chat when we were busy entertaining the king's entourage, and by the time I left the king's parties, I was busy working with the preacher to find Imokli, Otto, Manuka, and Levi. But these women, who were they really? And why did they have such a keen eye on me all the time? Will a frog's leg help? asked one of the tan sisters. The girl pulled it out from her slim bikini. "'Of course,' said Bianca. "'We'll need all the help we can get. "'And a raven's feather,' said the white sister, "'pulling it out from behind her ear. "'I was going to save it, but give me that,' said Bianca. Now she began drawing symbols around the offering, etching strange signs into the dirt. Her hand emerged from a pocket with a small pink bag. Pouring out a ring of salt, she traced the dirt circle and the symbols with the layer of the white grains. "'Good. Now a flame!' Can you make one," said Vianka. "If I had my flint then of course, but I'd given those stones away weeks ago." I shrugged my shoulders and nodded no. "Oh, lord, do I have to do everything around here?" asked Bianca. She snapped her fingers and pointed to one of the sisters. "Star, will you help us out, my dear?" said Vianka. The sister with the frizzled hair came over and took a deep breath. She closed her eyes, and then after a moment she whispered something and pointed at the bush nearby. About three seconds later, a burst of lightning exploded from the sky and the shrub erupted into flames. Holy hell, that bush is lit. Everyone else seemed fine with the lightning bolt. Mind watching where you point that finger? Hey, how'd you do that? Vianka mumbled and whispered with the sister before she took a burning branch in hand. All the other girls lowered themselves into a semicircle and sat around the ring of salt. Hey, do you mind telling me what's going on? Like, maybe start by explaining how she did that. I pulled on Vianca's gown, and this time she turned toward me with evil eyes. "'Don't interrupt me again. Not in the middle of an invocation. You're lucky I was finished with the verse,' said Vianca. "'Well, about that fire. She just summoned lightning through thin air. "'It's energy, Jane, but every mortal has a limited supply. "'All energy is replenished through food, rest, water, and even sex. "'But the more we use it, the more we have to replace.' If we end up exhausted, then it could be a rough couple weeks by the looks of it. And just because we can tap into the magic of the universe doesn't mean we waste it. We can't be silly with our gifts, because the last girl who showed off ended up getting caught. And if we run out of juice or mess shit up, then the universe will take back our gifts and our power dies. Magic drains your supply of energy faster than anything else. Now lie down. What? The seven sisters hummed, singing a song under their breath with a single open space in front of the ring of salt to complete their circle. Wait, what's going on here? Why the hurry? Things are changing, my love, and we need to know what really went down, said Bianca. Know what? If it's him, if a the one, said Bianca. You're the closest to him, so you're the best connection we've got back to him. I took a seat alongside the girls, but Bianca made me lay back with my head towards the salt. Now one of the cats came to sit between my legs, Bianca took an extra moment to study the cat before taking a step away. "'Where'd you find that cat?' asked Bianca. "'A gave it to me. "'Good,' she said. Bianca raised a finger to the sky and opened her mouth as if to add something, "'but closed her lips and began pacing beside the giant tree. "'The seven girls hummed a hymn as they interlaced arms rocking slowly from side to side. "'A hypnotic buzz resonated through the air as the wind began to pick up. "'Now the sun was setting and it was getting darker by the second. Then Bianca came back beside the cat and me. And you're certain Amokly's back. You saw him with your own eyes, asked Bianca. He was dressed as an extractor, and was wearing a mask, but I saw him take it off. Evol was there, but he took him in the elevator. Where did Evol take him? demanded Vianka. I shrugged. After the king died, it was turning into chaos and we left. I'm not sure. Evol was on to him, whispered Vianka. Then we're getting closer. I bet it was him. The seven sisters were getting louder, their chants were getting more vocal than before. Grinding their hips side to side in the dirt, these girls rocked in circles with their eyes closed, as if their bodies joined together as one large spoon stirring an invisible pot while my body seemed to be connected to the concoction inside. And you said he was dressed up like an extractor. Oh, he was in very deep. But did he make it all the way? Did he? Vianka paused. Did he What? "'Jane, it's almost time,' said Bianca. "'You've got to close your eyes.' "'She covered my eyelids, but I still had more questions. "'What is it that you think he did?' "'Her other arm held down my chest. "'I need to know if he summoned the beast. "'That's why I need you to lie down. "'I'm going to put you under,' said Bianca. "'And then what? "'What happens after you put me under?' "'Nothing's going to hurt you, baby,' said Bianca, brushing my cheek. "'It's like a vivid dream, maybe even a deep sleep. "'You were the closest to him, so your energy is tied tight.' and you're going to take a peek inside the subconscious to see what really happened. Now will you trust me? The cat was just as uneasy as I was, but I knew Vianca was trying to save him along with the preacher and me. When Amokli was suffering, she sent the preacher to look for him when no one else would help. She was on our side, and it was the king who lied. He told me Amokli was dead, but Vianca was certain there was hope. If not for Vianca, then I would have never seen Amokli again. I trust you. Good. Now lie down and keep the back of your head just inside the ring of salt. Keep your eyes closed, too, said Bianca. Now the black cat crept onto my stomach. It was perched up over my chest like a sphinx, with its paws and head facing my chin. The beads from the preacher's necklace were draped against my throat, and I swear I could feel them pulsating like a heartbeat. And what happens if he summoned the beast? Then we pray. We say a lot of prayers because then the prophecy has begun, said Bianca. I closed my eyes as the seven sacred sisters howled toward the moon. It was getting dark. Wings began flapping. I could smell the smoke from the burning bush, and I sensed a bit of dim white light. Three, two, one, said Bianca. I heard something crackle, then it popped. My mind went blank. I felt my body drop. Floating and levitating, this space was no place. I was up and away, free and empty without a trace. There was nothing I could see, a terrible fog covered my view, and now I was no longer alone because I found a strange creature coming through. Now an opossum appeared, but its legs gave way. A flame was burning over its body while I watched this opossum decay. The creature was dissolving, flames thrashing around its eyes. There was nothing I could do to help, and so I watched the poor opossum die. What does she see? asked someone from above. It was a familiar voice. One of the seven sisters from before. Oh, please wake me up. I can't take this nightmare anymore. She's blocked. She's not in deep enough, said Bianca. How do we get her there? What else can we do? Asked one of the sisters. We need venom or a better offering. This ritual is too intense for half a frog's leg alone, said Bianca. The seven sisters moved about. I heard them rummaging through the bag of drugs when a cat hissed. Anything in there? Asked Bianca. Nothing. Not even a single stone. "'But Jane always had gems. "'It's not like her to travel without one,' said one of the sisters. "'Oh, a crystal might do the trick,' said Bianca. "'Now I felt their hands feeling her on my body, "'but I was still trapped in this dream. "'I was on the cusp of two worlds, "'watching this rotting opossum scream. Maggots ate its body. "'The horror was making me insane, "'and then Bianca took hold of my selenite wand. "'Oh, thank God, Jane,' she said. "'The cat growled, but it wouldn't leave my chest.' Vianca backed away, but my mind was still possessed. I could hear their voices, but I couldn't wake up from this spell. I felt the energy coming towards me when the wind began to yell. It howled through the air when she held the stone between my eyes. She tapped the wand on my forehead, and my body began to rise. My eyes were wide open, but I wasn't looking at the land. I was in a separate dimension when Vianka took hold of my hand. Tell me what you see, Jane, said Vianca standing before a demon, examining the two horns on its head, towering above me and I knew that I was dead. Snot dripping from its nostrils, the beast had blood running from its mouth, chewing on the burning opossum when seven serpent heads began to sprout. The beast leaned over when a horn began to blare. The trumpet signaled the bright light when I saw Mowgli appear through thin air. An orange light was shining when he jumped over my back. Amokli wore the head of an opossum when my hero began to attack. Raising the arrowhead high, Amokli struck the first serpent dead. The strike was a clean cut through the neck, but there were still six other heads. Amokli stood his ground. The orange light would not disappear. And now the creature roared and ran at my brother, but Amokli showed no fear. With his back to me, I saw an angel come to his side. This angelic messenger turned his head, and there I saw Otto's eyes. He had a sword in his hand, with wings emerging from his back. Otto raised the blade high when the beast came to attack. I ducked out of the way, but there was nowhere to hide. Don't be afraid, said Bianca. It's impossible to die. Both my brothers disappeared. They were nowhere to be found. I began to scream in my head, but my voice couldn't make a sound. The beast was coming back to devour me, and then I saw Levi emerge, climbing out from beneath the ground. I watched red gore begin to surge. Blood was everywhere. It was obvious Levi was hurt. The beast was battling my other brother when it tossed him into the dirt. But Levi rose again, and now his toes turned into seeds. His legs rooted into the ground when he transformed into a tree. He was covering me from the beast. The branches sheltered everything I could see. Levi had grown so big that the entire forest was protecting me. "'What is it?' yelled Bianca. "'Say something. I know you can hear me.' I let go of Bianca, and her voice disappeared. If this nightmare wasn't real, then it was an illusion of my fear. The whole dream was preposterous, and so I summoned my own power. We were deep in the underworld when I found Levi chained to a tower. Running forward to save him, I realized I was an intruder in the demon's den. Now the beast came out from the darkness when it came to face me again.' It opened all six mouths when six heads started screaming, but I wouldn't back down because I realized I was dreaming. I faced its wickedness as the truth was uncovered. Fear is an invitation to step past it. That's where bravery is discovered. Jane, wake up! yelled Bianca. Now my eyes shot open for real. I was holding Bianca's throat against the tree. The black cat and I had her pinned, but my hands wouldn't let her free. She was running out of breath and i hadn't a clue my grip was this strong both my arms tingled what's going on i let go of vianca's throat when she collapsed in front of me vianca dropped the selenite wand at my feet as she tried to catch her breath before she spoke i didn't mean to take the stone i'm so sorry i covering her head vianca was curled in a ball beside my feet as she peered up through her arms with one eye is that you jane she asked are you in there vianca scurried up to her feet and ran towards the other girls she's back "'Will you look at that? It's Jane again. We're all okay, aren't we?' Bianca told the other girls. The seven sisters were hesitant to believe her. I even noticed that one of the sisters' face was bleeding. "'What happened?' I asked them. None of them spoke, and I tried to remember how I'd been trapped inside a terrible dream. Oh, what had I done? The smaller cat, the one with the flame between her eyes, pressed her head against my leg. She was reaching up toward my hips and wanted to be held. She meowed like a baby kitten might claw for its mother.' "'and so I picked her up to examine what was wrong "'before she started kneading both paws against the necklace. "'The cat arched her spine against my chest "'and stretched her body long. "'She rubbed her face against the beads "'when I looked up at Vianka and the girls, "'who were still staring in shock straight ahead. "'Oh, we were doing a ritual, weren't we? "'And yes, I saw Mowgli. I told Vianka and the girls. "'It was only for a moment, but I remember seeing him, "'and there's something else.' "'I paused. "'Well, how do I explain it?' These girls were colorless, ready to faint at any moment. I think he woke up the beast. Out of nowhere, the black cat came back, and he pressed his head against my shin, rubbing his whiskers against my ankles. His big fuzzy body had a thick black coat and yellowish-green eyes. And who was this mysterious creature of the mist? Forgiveness, Bianca begged. The cat looked up and meowed. Forgiveness? Is that your name? Somehow this mala was carrying precious energy, and both the cats could feel it too. The black cat was adamant to examine my necklace. But how come none of these girls had a clue?